we had a few minutes of delay. They tell me there were all sorts of wonderful brachas to make outside on thunder and lightning. I'm in my bunker here, so um, I didn't really hear anything, but they tell me it was Leibedik. So I um, hope everybody's safe and that the trees that fell were at the end of their lifetime anyway. And it's very unique because the night we're starting Baltashchis, the Makar of the whole Sugi is the trees and cutting down the trees. So that's when all the trees fall. So there's got to be something very, very, I don't want to say uh, nothing ominous about that. That's uh, very good. Shows that uh, we're going to be starting the right Sugi. So before we do that, we have to finish up this Messias Sharm, And the finishing is going to be as dramatic as the entire parak was, especially when we, Mr. Shem, tied in with the Rambam. So what we've gleaned from the past few days is that there is a tremendous chilek in Avodis Hashem that is individual. It's not a chiv in terms of specifics, but there's a chiv to grow and going to the chavos levavos, constantly push more ruchnius into your mind and focus to push the gashmius out. The more gashmius, the less ruchnius, and the two can't coexist. And yet we have to be cognizant of our madrega, not fool ourselves. And sometimes you skip all the whipped cream and ice cream and uh, cheesecake. That's seasonal. And you're tzabrochen and you're not picking yourself up and realizing you need some gashmias for your madrega. And that can impede the Avedis Hashem. So it's a very delicate balance. It needs a lot of honesty and it needs to be looked at constantly. And his mention last night of the fact that there are Yechidis Kula Prushim who generate extra Kedusha for themselves and it spills over to Klai Yisrael is also a help uh, that we recognize that it's a positive thing that everybody has to be doing and that it's something that if you look uh, too high, you're going to get Sabrochin. Why aren't I such a parish and a tzaddik? But it's always good to look up, not down. Make yourself feel good by looking down and say, I'm learning more than the next guy, even though it's not too much, or I have more kavana, or I'm pressing less than the next guy. It's always good to look up. Uh, the trick in life is to look up and to not look so far that you have yish. So it's a slow, steady build. And that is the introduction to this last paragraph on page Kuf Pei He in the Messias Sharm, which you should have since last night. Uh, Kuf Pei He is the last page of this Messias Sharm, and then you should have your single copy of the Rambam Hilchas Tshuva, which I will mitzvah tie in. Harei Lacha Klal Amiti. This is the general rule for an area that has no specific rules. Shekom HaShen Amuchu Ladam Minyan Elam even though he said last night that some of this is for Yechid Deskula, but his main point is that it's for everybody. It's Kadesh and Tiyu. It's a Pasuk. All the Pesukim and Chumash apply to everyone. The Aseis and the Lesaseis, and the general Shifa for Yerushamayim, which is Moshe Benetel Klai Yisrael, Halavai, you should all have Yerushamayim, and work on it, and work on expanding it. Notice the word roi loy. It's proper that a person constantly work to be perished to focus more on ruchnius. But if it's needed, either for health or for our madrega, for general sustainability and happiness. Sustainability meaning if you take on too much and then you find yourself in negative territory, either, either a direct chumadas de kula or the fact that you're just not functioning well. 
So you have to have that blend and keep reaching higher, but have a state of Yishuvadas and happiness. That doesn't mean that every minute you're going to see that Sipuk. It means that in general you have that balance. Everybody has ups and downs. In Muparish men are raised and if it is necessary and you're not doing it, then you're a chaytid. That's the original Yerushalmi that he asked the kasha from. Yerushalmi said you're going to have dim v'cheshem if you perish from something. It does not mean you have to have every flavor and every delicacy and every piece of cake. It means that you need to figure out what you need on your madrega and then desist from a little bit to be able to climb madregas, but if you take away too much and you can't handle it, then you'd be a chaytid. person's fasting can't handle the physical fast, and it's a extra hider, it's not one of the mandated fasts. If it's one of the mandated fasts and he can't handle it, might be potter also, he's also a chayte. But from the Prisha, the answer to the two Yerushalmis, and the answer to the Bavali, that seems to say that Rebbe prided himself in not taking anything even though he can afford it, and many others, is whether or not you're holding there, or you're about to be holding there, and you should be doing it or not. So that's the general rule. Mishpat HaPratim, the details. Remember, he spelled out yesterday clearly. Dindarais applies to everybody. Dindarabonon is not going to be made unless it's a gzeresh roiva tziba yechalamidba. By the way, we didn't discuss, which I'm not really going to do justice to now. If Chazal made a takana and they deemed it to be a gzeresh roiva tziba yechalamidba, and it works, which 99% of the takanas did. Very, very few of them, as we mentioned, had to be repealed or had to be announced that I never got off the ground. Let's assume 99%, That means the built-in, I'll point this out, something to think about, built-in is that roiv means roiv, ruba kukulo. It, it could mean 51%, but I doubt it. Probably means a very strong roiv, 80%, 90%, 90%. It clearly didn't mean everybody at any time. So why'd they pass the Xavier? Why'd they mandate it? They know for sure going in. This is not the one case where past they realized one of Jewish bakers or something like that. They went in knowing uh, 10%, 15%, 20% failure rate. And this is not the Xavier Sha'ain Hatsiba Rate about. It's not laziness. It's just they know it's not gonna work. They still passed it. Why is that? That's a dangerous question with a very important answer. Uh, the answer is an, an imperative to what? The answer is they have to do what's good for over the people. Some people might find that surprising if you're running cholesterol or running anything. That's push it. <laughs> Maybe it's not popular with the 10%. That's push it. So what's going to be? They have Xavier Dabanon and there was a Chelik of the Tzibur That's between them and Akash Baruch Hu. They know, honestly, if they couldn't do it, then you can't officially say, okay, you're out of the Xera. But when they get to Shemayim, if they couldn't, they couldn't. Akash Baruch Hu is not looking to have people fail. Akash Baruch Hu wants people to pass. And that's why this Midas Arachimim and that's why this Shuva. But Chazal, if they make a Takana, they have to do what's important for the growth of most people or to prevent the danger of most people. Most Takanas are fences. So they have to make a decision, a weighty decision, but 
they made it uh, correctly, and if there was ever a case they saw it wasn't working, they would repeal it or let it be known that it didn't get off the ground, which again was miut to a miut. But that means that they knew full well that not everybody's going to make the bar. But you have to make a decision. If you wait to make a decision where everybody's going to be happy and everybody's going to benefit, then you can't make any decision about anything in life. You can't make decisions about it for your families, can't make decisions for your communities, can't make decisions for Klai Israel, and you can't make decisions for yourself. Because when you're about to make a decision, you'll bring up, and many people get very stuck on this, they'll bring up 15 reasons why it's a good idea and nine reasons why it's a risky idea and it's not a good idea, and then they'll get stuck. Well, you've got to make a decision. Shave all tasks on life. Sometimes it's a good idea, most of the time it holds people back. So how can I make a decision? There are nine reasons not to do it, but if you have 15 reasons to do it, then the Lahavdil in baseball, if, if the score is 15 to 9, you're in pretty good shape if you're the one with the 15. That means you're winning. So in life, it doesn't have to be, it's never going to be perfect. You have to be winning. And you have to figure out what balance and ratio is winning. It's not always 51%. It's, sometimes it's Roy, sometimes it's a strong Roy. That's an important claw. Otherwise, there are many people just get immobilized, they get stuck, they get frozen because there are too many disadvantages or there are too many risks of disadvantages. That's not a way to operate. So that's important as well. And uh, people are honored by the fact that they think things through and they know what they don't know and they know what to ask an Eitzah. And you can't even have a plan necessarily for the next 50 decisions, sometimes not even for the next two. You can't, you look at the Madregas, especially in Prisha, or even sometimes a Bar Mitzvah, you look at all the Mitzvahs you're taking on, so it can be daunting and overwhelming. One at a time, whatever presents itself, that's the Aved in front of you. Chavaz Chaim had a famous Yesoid. He said that people should go through life with the following notion. We Americans don't like this, because Baruch Hashem, we've had it so easy, from a goals perspective. Last couple of months have been a little rocky, last week a little frightening, but in general, um, they tell us from the history books, uh, we're not exaggerating, that uh, day-to-day life every minute was sometimes uh, worse. And we Americans, since things are normally very orderly, I don't mean Americans as opposed to the Australians who are listening, I mean, they, in modern life, we like to think of plans and where plans and plans on God be plans and we have all things figured out because how many things can go wrong? The last kufa is Hashem's way of showing us there are things that can go wrong that you never even thought of and you can never imagine and they're tiny and you can't see them and, and then you can have well, something happening in uh, Minneapolis and, and it, okay, so that's part of the Musr. I have to have, uh, spoke to somebody today from Minneapolis. From a guy who was discussing shaylas and certain... I said, uh, what's going on over there? He said, Baruch Hashem, it's a mile away. I said, a mile away? <laughs> that sounds pretty close to me. He said, yeah, it's a mile away, but, you know, it's a mile away. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we're doing okay. That's pretty frightening. Um, then there are people who live in New York. Muncie's 30 miles away, but, you know, also a mile away. So it, it can be frightening, but we don't like that. We like when we can have everything in a neat package and we can plan everything and we have planned for years and decades and Hashem's message here, which is the Chafetz Chaim's message, B'Shem Hashem, is that Avedis Hashem is, you have in front of you today, you have the blot you're learning today, and not what you're doing tomorrow, not what you did yesterday, you have the blot in front of you. That was his expression. I mean, you have your Avedis Hashem for now, 
you have to make some plans, depending on you're making plans for yourself, family, community, you have to make some plans, but the plans that are made in the far distance are often, there's so many variables, it's impossible even for a weekend sometimes, let alone years and years, and that's where B'tachan and Muna come in. And that theme is over and over again in, the, uh, in this farm. But his way of putting it is, the blot in front of you, just concentrate on what's in front of you. So I think we sometimes have to take that from a day and make it the next hour. Because every time, do you ever notice, you sit down to learn, and then everything starts coming up, and then you start davening, and then uh, you ask me about davening with thunder and lightning. Okay, at least that's a bracha, Shaila. <laughs> it was happening right then. So he says you can't know all the protim, and this last line of the whole piece, we can't deal with all possibilities and eventualities, and it doesn't make sense to deal with it. Deal with one thing at a time and grow slowly. And Adam's growth on his madrega, your growth on your madrega, everything at its proper time. Which is an amazing recap of the entire theme. If you go to the Ramam, I'm going to show you two Ramams. Go to the Ramam and Hilchis Chuva, the very end, the very famous Ramam. And it's a direct continuation of this very theme. Where the Mesis Hashem is basically saying, Mesis Hashem, Chavis Lavavis, and Kadeshim Tiyu, it's not a Beferish mitzvah, it's not a Chiyah, very much like what we started the Sugi with Nazir. There's no Chiyah to become a Nazir, and it might need a Kapara for the Chavola and the restraint from wine, but it's for your growth. So if you need it, you got to do it. So the theme that the Ramana speaks about, Allah you have the single page in front of you, it's uh, the next. Uh, copy of the PDF, so I think if you have it, you can uh, let them know if you want uh, what number it is. It's a one-pager. So if everybody could just look on the uh, chat there. So they just posted it. Dava Yadua Barra, Halachavav. Halachavav, Paragid Halachavav. Dava Yadua Barra. Shain Avas Akash Barachu Nikshares Beliba Shal Adam Ad Sheyishka Batamid Karoi. I'll remind you, there are those out there who, I don't even want to repeat it, but just to show you how strange it is. <laughs> Some other synonyms as well. You know, they, they, they even quote, I don't want to say the word, you know, the Ramam is a centrist. You know, the Shvil Azov. Yeah, the Ramam mentioned the Shvil Azov. So you're going to get this Ramam, who is now touching up. You're going to pick one Rambam that touches up all of Avedis Hashem in terms of Avas Hashem. It's what we're about to read. If you never heard this before, it sounds, I don't want to use the word extreme, because nothing's extreme. Extreme sounds like you're coloring it, like that's something you don't want to be. The Rambam says, this is not extreme, this is the point of Avedis Hashem. So, if the Rambam does tell us, take the Shvilas of, the Rambam says it in our sugya. He says, you shouldn't be fasting too much, but you shouldn't be in Tiafu too much, you shouldn't be, that's what the Rambam discusses the Shvilas of, that's our sugya. And the Hashem also said that, grow in small increments and don't get too much in the Gashmias, but take what you need to function. That's the Shvil Azov. Ram says, when it comes to your focus on life and your machshava, this is the Ramam Shvil Azov. Davya Dua Barash, and Avas Akashbahu Niksharis Balibishal Adam Ad Shiyishka Batamid Karoi. Avas Hashem can only come about if you treat it like something you love or somebody you love, Lahavdil, Ashayishka Batamid. Tamid means always. You have to constantly think about it. You can think about it as you're making shoes, as some very famous Sadiqim in Bracious did. But you have to think about it all the time. And you have to ignore and take yourself away from everything in Olam This is the Rambam 
it's not a stira to Ishvil Zav, but some people think it is, but there's the Ramah. The Ramah summing up all the Chushuvah, all our Vedas Hashem. It says, your focus 24-7 should be on Avas Hashem, think about Kosh Baruch Hu, and ignore Erl Mazet to the extent that you can. So basically everything the Sisa Sharm just said in one halacha. So Chonavshcha, we used to thinking, Chonavshcha is even if you have to give up your life, there are very few things that you have ever. Bechalavavcha, the Ramam says, is all your heart, which means everything that motivates you, everything you think about, all your processes of plans and thoughts have to be around what the Kosh Baruch Hu want. And Ava Vashem is knowing Hashem. Knowing Hashem is through learning and through recognizing Hashem, through Yerushamayim. And the amount you know, the amount you understand, the amount you deepen it, the more Ava there will be. And without the Yira, you can't approach the Ava. You have to have the Sulmeira first. Imat mat im habe habe adam liachet atzmo lahavin ulahaskil the chachmas of etzfunas hamadias lo is kainai. Now, does this also include looking at niflas haberi? Yes, you can be driving to a shear and see lightning splitting trees and all sorts of other niflas haberi. So you will, if you're astute, you will notice a lot of niflas haberi. You'll see the yadashem and everything. The main place to find niflas haberi is in a tesis or rebbe I will prove that from the Rambam himself in a moment. But that doesn't exclude, as we mentioned, the Swiss Alps, the Austrian Alps, and other things. The Shaila is how much balance, and you got to be honest with yourself. Uh, are you just observing life, and if you do that, you will see Niflis Haberi. Look at your hand, look at a human eye, you'll see Niflis Haberi. And when you're taking your spazir to relax, see the mountains, and see Niflis Haberi, and see the lightning and the thunder, and learn. And if you learn Hashem's Torah, Nigla and Easter and Lumdus and everything, you will see Niflis Haberi. So the Ram says, learn the Chachma Tfunas Hamadias Lois Kainik Fikashesh Bazan Lahavan Lahasik Kamoshabano Bihokis said the Atera. And you don't have this in front of you, so just listen up, but I realize that a fitting uh, ending to this theme, it's really just the beginning, is what the Ramam describes the end of Hilchas Malachim. It's a very, very optimistic part of Hilchas Malachim, the Rambam at the end, the last two Prochim talks about Gula and Melech Mashiach. And at the very end, in Allah Dad, Allah Hey, in Hilchas Malachim, listen carefully, he says, and he defines what the purpose of the Gula is, what the purpose of all that tefillahs, Shkodei Tisol, and have the Aveda, and be left alone from the persecution. What is all that for? So the Rambam tells you first what it's not for. It's an Allah Dala, the very end of Hos Malachim. We are not looking forward to the Gula to be able to rule the world, even though that is a byproduct that all the Umazalim will come and want to be part of the process and want to help us and certainly not be persecuting us. Not that they should honor us, which will happen. And the money is going to be plentiful, there's going to be no issue upon us, but it's not so we can eat and drink, which will happen as well because we won't have any issues of any food supply or any part also. So those are all beneficial byproducts. What's the purpose? So the Ramam, if it wasn't clear in the last Ramam, what understanding Hashem is delving into, it's Taira and it's Chachma. How's Chachma different than Torah? The Chachma often 
refers to Nister and it refers to practical applications and it refers to the Kedusha that infuses the Torah is the object, the Chachma is how we develop it. Uh, you can see Niflis Aberi, but we don't have to in Armadrega. You know, if you have a Bach that says, I just finished Rabbi Kivegi, it was amazing. Where's the Niflis Aberi? It says, that was it. <laughs> I found them telling over the, uh, the Kamea they opened up after many, many decades. Somebody had the courage, I don't know if it was so smart, somebody had the courage to open up a Kamea that Rabbi Kivegi wrote. Rabbi Kivegi was not a, he was a Makubo, but he was not a professing to practice it, and he wasn't a Chassidisha, and he wasn't a Rabbi Kivegi. So, dying to find out, I'd also be dying to find out what's in Rabbi Kivega's Kamea. In fact, he wrote one, it was a Chiddush. They opened it up, it was a handwritten copy of Rabbi Kivega's handwriting of a Tesis and Sukkah. So, what does that tell us? It tells us that a quote unquote simple Tesis and Sukkah is not so simple, and there's a Pshat, and then there's the Masha and the Maram, and then there's probably Rabbi Kivega on it, and then there's Kabbalah also. That's a tesis and sukkah. So, you know, the Torah is the object which you're developing the Chachma with. And we should be able to do that without anybody bothering us, without any issues of Panasa, without Gullus, with all the persecutions and all the problems in the writing and everything else. Ram says, with this newfound freedom and with the ability to do this, there won't be any more war. Most wars are fought about covet or resources. And not going to have any of that. Not by us, not by the Goyim. Lokin of Asacharis. That's a Chiddush. But they're going to still, Ramam holds there's going to be some Yetzar, but cut down to size, obviously. It was not Kin of Asacharis. Shatevit here, Mishapaz, hi, babe. It's going to be so much around the Gashmias. We won't need it. Whatever we need, we'll have. And we won't be fressing all day. Chalmadan Mitzuin Kafar. So you'll say, well, that's going to get rid of Kin. Well, Balaam Hazer before the Gula. It doesn't seem to help. You can have everybody has everything. There's going to be kinna who gets more. You just raise the bar. The Rambam says the nace is going to be, it's Matsuyan Kafra, we're going to have everything we need, and there's not going to be kinna. They're two different brochus. Not just the Yidin, again, the same Lushan that we just used in Hukhashuva. You can understand everything, Nikla and Ister, the Asigu Das Barim. And they can understand Hashem, and he includes the Yom who will survive in this concept also. So you see that the Ramam's approach to understand the Yediyas Hashem is Torah V'chachmasa. It, it's not the exclusion of seeing Nifas Abari, but same way the guy never wasted a minute and learned his whole life and was um, a mathematician, a scientist. He understood it all through Torah. There's a way to do that. It's not the two are not a stira. Question is, and our Madriga with our much smaller intellects, how much time should be taken out to understand the outside Chachmas that are part of the Bria and part of Torah when you can't figure it out from Torah? Which is different schmooze. And that's Pasha. And you can notice that there, Agav. You don't have to travel to see that. You look at, uh, I mean, Right. I find any any doctor at the medical school they they can study the human eye the human so the human brain the seven layers of skin you know for fifty years and constantly discover new things they they can discover uh, germs and constantly look into it and not know what's flying and see if it's a very you don't have to necessarily take time for that uh, the main chachma though clearly according to this Ramam is in learning Torah itself but the, that, that, that's Torah the chachma so maybe it's not Torah it's, it's 
the 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 sound says Terra Vichachmasa. Doesn't say Terra Vichachma. Chachmasa is the Chachmasa Terra. That word modifies the first word. Otherwise, it would say Terra and Chachma. They're not two. Inde- they're not, clearly, not two independent things. Um, that's why that's why I'm reading this Rambam. It, it touches up what if it was unclear from Hilchus which it wasn't. It's it's very clear over here. Okay, so that um, ends the uh, discussion right now about the balance with the Prisha and the Chavala Laguf and withholding wine and other things and the, where Prisha plays a role and where it might be also depending on where you're holding. And we're going to segue. It's 921. We're going to segue probably next week. Uh, we're going to go back to, there were two sets that were uploaded, so please print them out for next week. Uh, I reprinted the original Sugi and Babakama, which we're going to go back to, and Ducha Zaran. That was the really linchpin of the Sugi. We're going to go back to do a quick Chazar because we need it for the next part. And that is, if you recall, we had four Makairas. What the Isra to be Chayvim oneself? Is it Aches Dimchem? We're going to go over them. Is it from Yayan of Nazir? Ramesha says, none of the above. It's La Pen Yasef. The Isra hit somebody else, hit yourself, which is only Derch Nitzayan. We'll go over that, and then we'll go to focus on one of the four Makaris, which is the bridge to um, an entire sugya, and that is Baltashchis. And you'll be fascinated to see that there are Peskim that say that that's the original Makar for being chayvul your goof, not taking care of your body, not washing your health, is at least Baltashchis, if not many other things, of Achaz Dimchem and other Pesukim, but it's at least Baltashchis. And with that, we're going to go on to Mitzvah Shem, see Baltashchis, which is probably... Uh, one of the most common sugyas in American life. Again, American, Australian, British, whatever country you're listening from in the modern world, the Shaila didn't come up that much 100 years ago. Nobody had any money and they weren't, really weren't wasting food. Uh, we probably waste more in terms of what we throw out in a day than they did in 10 years, 100 years ago. And it wasn't, I'm not talking about 1,000 years ago. Uh, it's a big sugya. It's a shaila of an iser, and it's a deraisa malchus. Like, what are we doing with that? So, as we did by all our subtopics, we'll first uh, spend a few weeks laying out the sources before we try to uh, analyze what the term are. We're always looking for a term, it seems, in America, because we have a big problem. You can't waste things, and we waste things left, right, and center. So we'll go back to the Gemara Mitzvah Shem, and then we'll, we'll take it from there on Monday, and Sunday morning Mitzvah Shem, we will continue in... Shaftim in the Navi Shir. Have a good Shabbos, everyone. Thank you, Rabbi. Good night. Aslacha kol We'll see you uh, hopefully uh, walking. Th- I don't see you walking through the yard because I'm out in the yard, so I'll have to see you uh, somewhere else soon. Right, 